0: So let's uh, not keep our next guest waiting because it has been a really busy day. Today, North Melbourne received notification from the AFL that Taryn Thomas has been found guilty of inappropriate behaviour towards a female. As a result, uh, and in light of previous indiscretions, North Melbourne has informed Thomas he will no longer be a North Melbourne player. Todd Viney is the GM of football. He joins us. Todd, thank you for your time. No worries, So, Look, Sonia Hood has, has written a piece to... The members and I thought it was excellent, Todd. I thought it was empathetic, but it was blunt in a way. But there was one thing that stood out to me. She essentially said the decision wasn't easy, and I sit back and I go, "I think it would have been easy." Can you explain to us why this wasn't an easy decision for the club? Well, I think, uh,
1: yeah, I think the behaviours that um, unfortunately kept. Kept eventually with Taryn was uh, make the decision. Yeah, as in your words, easy. Um, and a lot of the conversations we had last year, when we were going through, you know, the same stuff, um, we made it pretty clear in those conversations that you know the ice was getting pretty thin, and mm. that uh, you know eventually it'd be taken out of. Uh, you know, the the decision becomes easier. It becomes a AFL decision. It becomes a club decision. So. I think he knew when we spoke to him today that uh, the writing was on the wall on the back of those conversations. But the hard part that I think Sonia's referring to is that, you know, he comes over as a 17-year-old boy. Um, You do take on responsibility of taking uh, young guys into your club and you do have a responsibility to help them mature and develop and do all those things. So you obviously build relationships with them and you're disappointed that it ends like this.
2: How did he take the announcement, Todd?
1: Oh look, he was pretty. Um, he was pretty calm. Um, there was no disputing, um, you know, the findings of the AFL. Um, and when we added our layer on it, that we felt like that we tried to give, give him the opportunity to learn and to get better. Um, and as one of our people, we know, the North Melbourne Footy Club's always been very supportive of their people, and yep. we felt like we we'd done that, but. Now we, uh, we felt what like we owed it to the rest of the people, the collective of the North Melbourne Football Club, to divert a lot of time and effort um, back into them. So it became a you know a big dis- distraction over a long period of time and we felt now the time was to look after the rest of the North Melbourne people.
2: Yeah, I think you've been really patient uh, with him and uh, you, know, you could have made this decision last year, but you elected to support him. What is it in his nature that... Uh, prevents him from learning
1: oh uh, look i'm not sure jared if i knew that we'd maybe not be in this position but it's still uh, really a really hard one to understand um you know we we really do feel like we've poured a lot of time and resources yeah. and gave him the best opportunity to speak to a lot of the best people in the in the state around respect and responsibility and change of behavior cultural um you know learnings as well uh, and we haven't been able to actually, you know, get the right, push the right button. So I'm not exactly sure, but there's definitely two sides to uh, to Taryn. You know, mm. there's the one that uh, is a really likeable young lad. We understand his his background, um, that it has come with some challenges. Uh, but then there's the other side that when he's in these uh, relationships, he hasn't got the, the skills to be able to exit them uh, or behave in the right manner when he's in them. Will you have any role in supporting him
2: through this period? Because ultimately, I mean, the end goal, I think, of the footy world, and we understand uh, there's a victim or victims in this scenario and our thoughts are with them, but ultimately the redemption story would be great if that was at all possible. Will will you play a role over the next few months to see him through to a period where perhaps uh, another opening uh, comes to
1: fruition? No, we're absolutely committed to help him in this transition period. Um, you know, there's a real mental health and wellbeing part to this that um, you know that our team has put together. We've got a plan of action that will support him, uh, particularly in this really um, this phase, the next 24, 48 hours, uh, in the next you know couple of months, that he's going to have the support of our you know psychs, our doctors, yep. uh, our Indigenous development managers. Um, you know, we'll help him in all those um, off-field manners to make sure he's, he's safe um, and that he can start that transition
0: um, into plans for whatever the future may hold for him. Do you have to pay him out, Todd, or has he breached his contract? Uh, well, there's, there's we've just there's parts to all that exit now around his contract
1: that will be negotiated uh, with Taron and his manager, so... You know that uh, those conversations will still unfold, but obviously there's been uh, numerous, um, you know, things that, uh, with the respect and responsibility that he's uh, he's broken. Mm.
2: Well, I think it's time to move on, Kane. Unless you got some more? No, you haven't. No, we... It comes at a point in time, though, Todd, where there's just so much excitement, and you know you have to cut the the cord, and you've cut the cord with Torrent it's up to him now whether there's anything left to squeeze out of his football career. But from what we saw on the weekend, you, you've got some holes in the back line, but gee, you've got some you've got some sensational young players coming through, which uh, Tantamount suggests that uh, the next 24 months are going to be pretty exciting.
1: No, we're really, uh, really pleased to play against some opposition uh, for the first time in the, in the pre-season and put some of the things we've been training in place. And we saw some evidence that there's some stuff that worked really well and there's yep. plenty of evidence that we've still got holes to, uh, to fill and get better in. But you know, we've got some really exciting young talent that's come into the club and uh, there's been some improvement, um, you know, in, in some of our, you know, middle-tier players. Yep. So, you know, we, we're confident that there's going to be some progression and we'll uh, challenge a lot more
0: games um, hmm. this year. When you, when you say holes, I mean, personnel-wise or the way that you, you want to play, can you elaborate on that for us? Yeah, no, I just think there's, you know, obviously we've got to uh, be good at all three phases of the game. And, you
1: know, we defensively were uh, not not at the level last year. And even on the weekend, we uh, we, we attacked pretty hard. And then we, did, we left some big holes for the, uh, the Collingwood team to come through, particularly in the first quarter, which we tightened up. So, you know, uh, holistically, you know, we're, we're learning, we're still developing and we've got to tighten up in all three phases. But in that defensive part of the game, I thought there were still some holes that, We'll
0: continue to work on. Cam Zuhar yeah, interests me, Todd. Uh, wh- wh- what discussions are you having around his contract? He was quite outspoken when Jason Horn Francis left, and now he's the one w- without a contract. I'm sure you'd love to stitch him up sooner rather than later. What's the update there?
1: No, we're we're we keen to you know to you know talk to talk to Cam on that, but we you know we understand his position. I don't think there's been any free agent that I'm aware of that hasn't taken some time uh, just to evaluate where he is in the ma- in the marketplace and to reevaluate. So we understand that that's part of the process. But no, he's he's um, a key part of what we're doing. He's um, highly respected amongst the group. Well, really well liked. He's in really good condition. You know, perhaps the last two years he's uh, fine down. He's spent a little bit of time in the midfield last year. I'm not sure that will play out, probably get a bit of exposure, but we need to find some avenues to go, and he can certainly do that. So he's in really good shape to have a good year. And as it, as it pans out, and I think once we get a little bit of momentum and start performing, I think he'll, uh, he'll sign. I uh, hope he's doing it. Mm. Uh,
2: Tom, we're just about to uh, talk to Nathan Jones of the Demons on a number of issues, but just a question from left field. How, how big an issue are illegal drugs in the game?
1: Well, I think, yeah, I mean, the old cliché, it's across society, Jared, and footy is just part of that. You know, I, I think, I, I don't know, it's sort of still very very underground. If it's if it's happening, it's yep. very underground. It's hard to to get a feel. You know, uh, birds of a feather seem to flock together. Mm. So uh, your clean skins, will never know. And then there's going to be obviously some players that may be um, dabbling and they'll be pretty secretive about it. It's on, always a hard one to, to feel.
2: On an average, the hair testing, on an average, how many positive hair tests would come back uh, over summer across the league, you reckon? Uh,
1: well, I'm not sure, and, and I'm not privy to that information. Okay. As a so the head of football, that's something that the doctor would be yep. uh, aware of, and obviously the AFL, but as head of footy, I'm, I'm not. Available. Should you, should
0: not, you so. be? I've I've had conversations with clubs who are frustrated about this, that, that you're not privy. I, I can't believe that yeah. you wouldn't be privy to that. I, I hear Max Gorn yeah. speak, and he says... Well, no one's told me our hair testing is a problem, but maybe Max wouldn't even know if it was a problem.
1: No, well, this is this is the big issue. Um, no one seems to know until it's <laughs> too late. Um, but no, I I feel that we should have, as a head of football, I feel like I should have a feel for whether I've got an issue, and um, the doctor would, and maybe th- she can put things in place. But um, it is a quandary where your hands are tied, and then all of a sudden, something breaks, and you are. Uh, at the mercy of um, Sports TV Australia or the situation that unfolds,
0: it's, it is a difficult situation. You've been you've been a father, or well, you are a father of a, a gun player. Would you do it all again? Say you've got a Jack's about to be redrafted. Would you be worried sending him into an AFL environment?
1: No, look. In, in all honesty, I mean, I'm I've got a son that's in, involved in it. Um, I'm general manager of a club uh, in football and you'd say that, uh, I'd say 99% of the environment, you know, you couldn't be happy that you, son's going to go to environment, son or daughter now, that it's going to go to an environment where they're all working together for a common goal. It's a you know, pretty good industry um, and there's going to be trappings um, amongst that, but overall, very good people working in the AFL environment um, that will help develop your, your children and your the, the, the young adults in the right manner and try and hold them accountable for decisions they make. But
0: ultimately, they're trying to make them better. Well, mate, it's been a big day. Honestly, it's probably been a big 12 months for you dealing with stuff that we've got no idea about behind the scenes, and it's all come to a head today. I think you're getting a lot of support that the club had no other choice but to make this decision. And now you can move on with some clean air with a whole group of midfield prodigies that you've got, and it's an exciting time for the club. So good luck, and we appreciate your time. Uh,
1: Thanks, Kane. Thanks, Gerard.